Hi, I am Rami Rossus, and I am a Palestinian. I am Adam Alfia, and I'm an Israeli. This is Lines in the Sand, L-I-N-E-S. Honest conversations between a Palestinian and Israeli. There you go. And, and, and yeah, as, as tradition, we uh, hug it out. Because just like we hope for love and peace amongst our people, Adam and I have always had love and peace. And respect. And respect, yes. Yes, that's probably the most important thing. Love, peace, and respect. There you go. I mean, if you have love and respect, then you probably have peace. Not always. (laughs) Just ask my wife. (laughs) All right, well, just give you a little bit of background about what Adam and I are uh, trying to do here is Adam and I, you know, I'm a Palestinian American. Um, you know, my parents were born in Jerusalem, uh, married in Jerusalem, immigrated here in the late seventies. I have a lot of family that's still there. My aunts, my uncles, my grandmother, uh, in East Jerusalem. And then I have family in Gaza and, um, you know, Adam is, um, is a friend of mine who, who uh, I've known for a few years. We, we're friends. We do business together. And we've, we've had these discussions about, you know, what's going on back home um, because we feel that I think we can communicate. And Adam can tell you a little bit about his background and give you some insight about, you know, uh, where he comes from. So, you, you know, in, in a way, we want to kind of try and show people how we can communicate without the aggression. Right. And I think, and I think that uh, if more people can see that, you know, we can get along, then they may be, I mean, there's a lot of uh, unrest right now all over the world, uh, especially where we're from. But, you know, I think a lot of that is also, you know, driven by media, et cetera. And people think that we're, you know, mortal enemies and uh, we'll remain mortal enemies. So I think uh, maybe we can open the lines of dialogue and, you know, have people see my, my side, your side, our side. Yeah. And, uh you know, maybe find a solution one day. Uh, I was born in Israel. I moved here when I was seven years old uh, with my parents. Uh, my parents and all my family uh, eventually all moved back when they reti- when they retired, uh, mostly to Tel Aviv, and most of them are there. My dad's still here. My mom passed away in Israel, uh, unfortunately, during COVID, not from COVID. But nonetheless, um, I have a lot of family over there. I try to go back every year. Um, growing up every year, uh, summer we'd go there for for about a month and uh it was a highlight of my year every year <clears throat> so you know i have a a perspective that a lot of people um americans who have never been you know as you do don't really have any idea of what it's really like day-to-day living um in both you know israel proper tel aviv west bank Gaza, et cetera, and hopefully we can shed some light and, and open some lines of communication. You know, and one thing I will tell you that, I, you know, and, you know, our, our people live different lives over there, but, you know, I appreciate the beauty of East Jerusalem and West Jerusalem, and I always tell people that it's the most beautiful place in the world, and the beauty of it is in that, in Jerusalem, there is people living side by side praying side by side, shopping side by side, eating side in peace. In peace, right? yeah. In peace. Um, and in Israel. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. I mean, I, you know, firsthand experience, when I, when, I've, when, I, when I go and visit, I mean, we, we've gone and eaten it in, in Tel Aviv or in Israeli restaurants, you know, me and my family. And, um, and nobody messes with you. No, there, there's, there's, I mean, just you see things like that and you know that there's hope, right? Right. Um, so, and... 
this all stems from, and, and this is where it, you know, uh, I think obviously, you know, you, you, we've, we've both done research. It's, it's where does this all start? Right. And where will it end? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, 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 uh, talked about having four different parts of this podcast, uh, this initial one, and we're going to have many more hopefully, but, uh, we're going to start off just a, uh, introduction like we're doing now. I do have some questions for you before we get into the four sections that we discussed. A, the history of the region uh, and of the people. Yeah. Uh, what led to the current conflict, um, the actual current conflict, and let's, we're going to talk about some solutions. Yeah. You know, uh, proposed solutions, impossible solutions, et cetera. So, um, you know, just I'm going to ask you some questions that I, I myself would like to know, like, and, and so would the audience. Where do Palestinians currently live? Because, you know, there are two sections of, quote unquote, you know, the, the, the Palestinian territory compared to the Israeli territory when it was first divided in 1948. And, from, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have Gaza yeah. on the west of Israel on the on with, with uh, you know, ocean front, you know, right below Tel Aviv. Mm-hmm. And then you have the West Bank, which is on the east side of Jerusalem. Correct. Yes. And those are the two areas. And both those people can, are Palestinian. Yes, yes. Those are, I guess, what would be classified as Palestinian territories. Uh, Gaza, uh, the West Bank, and East Jerusalem. So West Bank to you, West Bank and East Jerusalem are, compl- are two separate territories? Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that. I mean, they're side by side. But um, no, they, they would, I guess, from the Palestinian perspective, they're, yeah, they're, they're classified as two different territories. Okay, and in my research, are Palestinians in other places? Like in Lebanon, there are Palestinians as well. Well, I mean, there's Palestinians all over the right, world. Right, but like communities of Palestinians. Because so, I read that there was an uprising in Lebanon in the 90s in Lebanon by Palestinians. So it surprised me that there's pockets of Palestinians in other parts of, of the world, other in the Middle East, other than just... Um, the area that we're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, that's one of the things that, um, whenever, um, 1948 happened, um, and a lot of Palestinians were forced out, um, they, they went to neighboring countries. So in part of, uh, you know, in, in part of the research that I did and stuff that I had already known before is, um, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of Palestinians were afraid and, um, you know, so, you know, some of them were getting some families and neighborhoods and villages were getting slaughtered and murdered, and and they they decided that it's better for us to leave, and they went to neighboring countries. Okay, you know, one of them, you know, being Lebanon, Jordan. Okay, and um, how many Palestinians are there currently in the world? Well, in the world, um, that's so. You know, there's about six million in Palestine, right? Yeah, that's. Uh, so I had it. I have it somewhere here, but yeah, that sounds right. Uh, actually, five point yeah, five point nine. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the world, um, yeah, you, I didn't search that, but yeah, you, that, have that, you have that, right? Yeah. So five point nine million um, registered actually with UNRWA, which is the uh, United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees in, in the Near East. So they say that five point nine two million of which are in Jordan. So according to them, according to the uh, UN website, um, and you know a lot of people don't know. So in, in Israel right now, there's 9.7 million people, 
And out of those, in Israel, amongst Israelis, there's 2.04 million Arabs who live in Israel, have Israeli citizenship, serve in the army, own land, um, are in government, and have full rights just like Israelis do. And that, that equates Sorry. to 21% of our population are Arab, non-Jew uh, citizens. Okay. Um, and... It, I just want to address a point, and if you don't mind, as I hear it, it just it brought up. A, so one of the things that I, I know from my grandmother who resides in East Jerusalem, she does get benefits from the Israeli government, but she is, she is basically unable to travel anywhere. Um, and in part of the research that I was doing, um, so the Israelis do give benefits to Palestinians who are living in, um, I, I guess it's pre-1948 territories, um, but they they get it only if they don't move, like if they don't leave. They cannot leave. They cannot move around. Uh, okay, I didn't I didn't know that. I know you mentioned before. Yeah, that you know she was getting benefits, and I didn't get any de- details. But yeah, okay, yeah. So um, so that's one of the things that. But we're not trying to kill her. No, no, no. And I'll be honest. Like I mean, she and she like currently she's experiencing health problems. She's in and her. Where does she go? Uh, yeah, she goes to Israel, and 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 they're they're great, and they you know she, well, she you didn't finish that. You, she goes to where uh, Israeli hospital. Okay, yeah, um, and, and they take care of her. They take care of her. She's ninety three years old. She had she had um, she had a heart surgery where they actually, um, you know, at her age, I guess they couldn't operate. And mom, I'm sorry if I get the details of the surgery wrong, but they had to go a certain uh, like I think maybe through the leg to get to the artery. Yeah, my dad had that, and it yeah okay so and it was very not risky. here. It Not was, there, here. Yeah, it was very risky, but you know, uh, she came out in in good condition. So, listen, yeah, I mean, I, I, they, I mean, there's a lot of people from both Gaza and the West Bank that get treated in Israeli hospitals. Yeah, I mean, babies being born, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, and I, and listen, I, and we I, have great healthcare, by the way. Well, I mean, my sister has MS, and some of the best treatment for MS is in the world is is in Israel. Yeah, no, and uh, so that also just kind of makes me think. Okay, well. In this little, in these little area, I mean, that we're helping each other. I mean, I know there, you know, there's there is evil everywhere, right? In these little pockets, whether it's you know Palestinians, Israelis, you know Americans, uh, it, it doesn't matter. You know, this there's evil whole, this, in it, every parts of the world. Yeah, right. but um, it just for whatever reason, over there, they they control the narrative, right? You know, Hamas makes us look like all Palestinians hate all Israelis. And and to a certain extent, you know, at least from my point of view, um, I get the perception that Israelis don't care about Palestinian lives. You know? Well, well, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, I just want to put a, put a few notes out there that maybe you didn't know. There are more than 18,000 Gazans. Is that the right way? Gazans? I, yeah. People from Gaza. Well, I mean, I know how to say it in Arabic. You okay. Know. Yeah. I'm going to say Gazans. Gaza. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, that before this conflict, before October 7th, and this is one of the reasons that we think we, we got infiltrated, but there was 18,000 Gazans that had work permits to come work in Israel on a daily basis. That it would go through and they would work in shops and restaurants, etc., in Israel from Gaza that were cleared to work in Israel. So it's not like we have an impenetrable border that... Nobody can get through. Just curious, um, do we? Is it? And you might not know this, but is it profession based? Like, uh, are only certain people? And I'm I'm just curious. Like, is uh, it? I really I don't know. Okay. But I, but it said in the article that I read that you can apply to work and 
you fill out a form, they do a background check, obviously, and then, but they had in the system 18,000 people from Gaza that regularly on a daily basis worked in, uh, in Israel. Okay. So I want to put that out there. Uh, we kind of talked about, you know, the history. I mean, you want to talk, do you, do you know the history of how your, your family got to the, the West Bank and East Jerusalem, et cetera? Well, I mean, I don't necessarily know the history of how my family got there. It's just, it's one of those things I, you know, I did he- research about the history of the people in the area. And, you know, one of the things that, that I saw in videos and that, you know, you had brought up to me is that, you know, um, Palestine, I guess, w- what is a Palestinian? Right. And that was one of my questions. I mean, it's, it, before it was a region. Yes. And we'll get into the history. I've, I got a very detailed history, as, you know, and I did, I did a lot of research both on Wikipedia and, and uh, the UN, et cetera, on yeah. the history of the region. I've got it pretty detailed out and we'll get into that. But from what I understand, it was, it was a Palestinian region, just like I have Samaria or, you know, other places in America, North America. It's not a actual country. It's like South America. Yeah, I'm from South America, but it's not really a country. So Palestinian was, it's been around for a long, long time, and we'll get into that. But, you know, in the, uh, before the 48 British mandate, you know, the, the, the British Empire were, were colonists. They, they'd come in and they'd take over countries and they needed workers. So there were a lot of workers that came from all parts of the Arabian Peninsula to work in what is now, you know, uh, Israel, Palestine, etc. Yeah. And when they moved there and stayed there, they became Palestinians. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't, it's not like they were born somewhere as Palestinians and moved here and goes, now I'm still Palestinian. They, when they moved, they became Palestinian. Yeah. No, and, and, you know, we, I, I, I've read the same information. I did research as well. And yeah, there's, there's, at the end of the day, yeah, it was people that moved there, um, but they became a people of that land. Right, right. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. And look, your, your home is everything. So when you, you know, put your flag or you put your tent down and you go, I'm living here. And then somebody comes later and goes, no, you're not. It's hard for everybody. So we'll get to that later. But I, I do want to ask you, what I asked you last time was about a, a refugee because like my kids, I was born in Israel. My kids identify as Jewish because that's how I raised them, but they're not, you know, if they met somebody. So if you met somebody, if you're in Italy on vacation and somebody goes, what are you? You would say Palestinian. Yes. I always, See, my, my, my kids would not say Israeli. They would say I'm American. My dad's Israeli and my mom's not. And even if we're both Israeli, I think that, you would find a mixed bag about from people saying, yeah, I'm Israeli because both people, both parents were, and it's a small country. And maybe that's the identity that your guys are, you know, identifying with. But I, I don't think that my grandkids, so if I'm Israeli, my wife was Israeli. I had a child that was born in America and they married another, maybe Jewish, you know, uh, a spouse, their kids wouldn't identify as Israeli, but you, Palestinians, for the most part, do. Yeah, and I get what you're saying. Um, I think that's part of our culture, right? We're we're just so tied to who we are, and and also think about you know my my parents were born in both of them were born in 1954, so you know um, they were kids when you know this was this was basically you know um, at the at the infant stages of you know this conflict. And when you're, when you're growing up as a child and you're constantly in, you know, what, what are the, cause I asked my dad this, my dad was born in 47, mm-hmm. 
46. My mom was born in 47. It was before the British mandate. So I don't know if you've asked your parents, what are their, what was their passport? Um, no, they had a Palestinian passport. Well, I, are you sure? No, no. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, cause my dad doesn't know. No, that's, I mean, good. he was only two years old that's when it good, changed. You know, I'll, I'll ask, I'll ask my mom. Uh, we'll, know, we'll, Cause I will make a note about the passports. What, what passports that people have? Yeah. Yeah. In that? Yeah. No. Um, yeah, you will. I'm making notes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, that's a good question. Cause, um, there, there, there are some Palestinians that have um, Palestinian passports, uh, and then a lot of them I know were revoked. Um, and then um, by who? By the by the Israeli government. Like it was no longer valid. I mean, they don't just come and take it, but you know. Yeah. Well, only not valid in Israel, or no, not valid anywhere. I mean, because yeah. I mean, people travel. Yeah. Not a lot. I mean, but it's, it's not easy to get in and out to out of you know, admittedly, mm-hmm. but I mean. Your parents moved, right? Yeah, and my parents, um, American citizens, so they traveled with their American passport. Well, your parents were born where? No, in Jerusalem. Right, so their passport when they Oh, left. you mean when they were traveling from there. Yeah, You know, yeah. I've never asked my mom that. Yeah, I'll, I'll find, find out, out. Okay. yeah, how the, what passport they got here on. I mean, because one of the things that I have a problem with is the whole refugee thing. I understand that you're a refugee when you're there because you were displaced. But once you move somewhere else and you call your home, you're not really a refugee. And I, and I looked up, I Googled, you know, what is a refugee? And refugees are people who have fled war, violence, conflict, or persecution and have crossed an international border to find safety in another country. So I will agree with you to a certain extent. Like, I don't think I'm a refugee. I don't think my parents are refugees. Um, but I think the people that stayed there and were displaced or forced to move to, out of their land, I think those people can still be considered refugees. But let's say, for example, Gaza and the West Bank made peace with Israel tomorrow. And, and, and they have whatever it is you want, build a thriving economy, everything's perfect. And that's their home. They've been in Gaza for a long time, right? Or the West Bank or in East Jerusalem. That's their new home. At what point are you no longer a refugee? Because everybody, everybody has been moved from somewhere to another place. Yes. I mean, even the first, you know, the f- people came out of Mayflower, they left because they didn't want to live under, you know, sovereignty of the king. So they left. I mean, they could say, yeah, was, I left because I could no longer live in the place I was. So are they refugees? No, but I think if if we were truly given the ability and the power to rule ourselves, um, then it would be different. Then, you know, yeah, I would agree with you. Then if we had our own independent state, um, then yes. Okay. Why well, and we, we'll get all to yeah, that. But yeah. I'm just trying to figure out, because a refugee is, to me, is a, um, a crutch and a, uh, what's the term that they use? Um, you know, somebody that uh, needs, needs help and is a victim. That's the word I'm looking for. Because refugees fall under the victim mentality. Well, if, the Palestinians are I, I'm a lot just, of victims there. I, I, I understand. Yeah. And we'll get, we'll, 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 I'm, I'm sure we'll debate that. Um, do you consider Israel an apartheid state? Because that's a word that's... Yeah, in, it's thrown around a lot. And I, I've... I, um, could, you, could we want to define apartheid? Yeah, go ahead. Apartheid refers to the implementation and maintenance of a system of legalized racial segregation in which one racial group of deprived or politi- uh, uh, deprived of political and civil rights. Now, being that I told you there were 2 million 
Arabs with full citizenship in Israel. And you've seen it. You've seen Arabs in Israel. You were there. Did you get treated while you were there any different? Well, they do treat me as an American. Um, I mean, what, did they ask you for your passport? Uh, well, in certain situations, yes. Well, I mean, border crossings. Yeah. Nobody's coming to you um, in a restaurant and saying, hey. But, like, you know, they, they treat me. I mean, I and here's the thing. I am 100% Palestinian Arab, but I don't necessarily look it. I mean, I light skin, blue eyes. Um, so, um, in fact... When I would go to like the Dome of the Rock and and to pray, the they would ask me, they would prevent me from going in because they thought I was white, and then I'd have to, you know, uh, and then they would so ask your me, own people, yeah, well, no, not <laughs> not my own people. It was you know, it was the uh, it was the Israeli okay. who, who are guarding the area, um, and they would prevent me from going in, and they'd ask me for my passport, and it's an American passport, and then you know, I'd have to have one of my family members come and talk to him, say no, he's with us, yada yada, this yeah. and that. But they, so they don't let Jews in there. Uh, well, I think they for they weren't letting Americans in there. Okay. They weren't letting they weren't letting non. But um, it was it was an area for the Muslims. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. the holy site. Yeah. But now I do know that they do let some people in there because I've had friends that have traveled there that were able to get in and you know just as tourists. But for whatever reason, he 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 literally told me, "No, you can't go in there." Right. Um, but but for, for the like in Tel Aviv, I mean Israel proper. I'm not talking about the areas where there's a bunch of conflict, East Jerusalem, West Jerusalem, yeah. all that. Israel proper is not, I mean, you see so many cultures. Yeah, but I... Russians, I, Ethiopians, and we don't treat them any different. They, they, they have full rights just like everybody else. Yeah, now I will, just to address your question, and in the, if apartheid is discrimination against the people, even though you know, there's you know, 2 million Palestinians with citizenship, they are treated differently. They are segregated against. They are, yeah. And we, we can address that, but you just asked I me mean, if, if not, I not when I've been, I mean, I've been there 30 times. Well, I, see, that's the difference. You are in Israel. You're not in Palestine. No, no, okay. But look, I mean, and we'll, we'll get this, another thing we'll get to later in, in our solutions, et cetera. But my point is Mexico, Mexicans in Mexico can't just come over here and do whatever they want and then go back. I mean, we do have borders for now, obviously, under the, the current administration. <laughs> that might not be the case. But for the most part, countries have borders. Egypt doesn't let anybody from Gaza in, right? Uh, no, they're not currently, no. Right. So I'm saying every country has its border and says, this is your place, and you can't come into ours, and vice versa. Now, we'll get into the politics and all that stuff. But for the most part, you can't say, well, you're discriminating against me because I came over across the border. But... Um because you're not citizens of Israel. I mean, the people from Gaza are not citizens of Israel, and just like we're not citizens of Egypt, we can't go to Egypt whenever we no, want. No, but once you're there, you're if you're if you're a citizen of that nation, then you shouldn't be discriminated against. You're not, but you know the. I'm not, talking, I'm not talking about because I'm not talking about Palestine. There's two million Palestinians in Israel that are full citizenship. I'm talking about Arabs. Yeah. Well, yeah. Non -Pal Arab I mean, because there's because this is what a lot of people get confused. So there's Arabs, right? But all Arabs are not Palestinians. No. But all Palestinians are Arabs. Correct. Right. So there are Arabs who are not Palestinians that have citizenship in Israel. Muslims that don't consider themselves Palestinians. Um, they could have come from Egypt. They could have come from Jordan. They could have come from a lot of places. They just, they just are there recently. They, or they have been there for a long time. They just don't consider themselves. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know any Arabs that are, you know, 
from you know Jordan or Egypt. I don't I mean, know you that, got that, Druze. Are, that are living there. I mean, you got Druze. That's another Muslim sect that's not necessarily Palestinian. You also have you have uh, you know because people from Iran don't consider themselves Arab, but they consider themselves Muslim, right? Um, yeah, but yeah. I mean, Persians. Yeah, there, aren't, there they, are a lot of Persian Jews too, right? Right, of course. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, it gets it gets very because Americans see all of us as Middle Easterners. Mm-hmm. You know, I get asked all the time, "Oh, you're, you know, are you a Palestinian? Are you from?" You know, when people ask me, "Oh, I'm from, when people tell me I'm from Jerusalem, when they when I ask them where they're from, that means that they're not Israeli. They were born in Jerusalem or whatever it is." Yeah. Um, but just to address your, because I did do some research on the apartheid, because that's a you know it's a pretty damning word, right? And the the are you familiar with Human Rights Watch? I've, no. I mean, it's a it's a I, it's, mean, I can tell what it is by the name. Yeah, I mean, they did a report on on the Israeli Palestinian um, conflict or the treatment of the Palestinians by Israelis, and they determined it an apartheid. Uh, right, but re- no, I'm talking about Israelis treatment of arabs there's a difference we have two million arabs that are non-palestinian in israel as citizens that are in our government that are voting along with us that they own land i mean we have ethiopians that have full rights so but those are ethiopian jews no well but there's still a different i mean so there's israelis there's jews there's israelis that are jews there's arabs that are israelis so there's all sorts of you know different uh mishmash of cultures and identities etc in there but you can come to israel and be uh become naturalized as a i mean we have arabs uh who are muslims in our army so i mean we would never let that happen if we were in an apartheid state now um how does that happen I, so you have muslims well they become in, citizens in the, in, in, the, the, in they're allowed to serve in the idf yeah they're required to serve in the IDF. They be, so they become citizens. Full so, citizens. So um, a Muslim, and again, I'm, I don't know this. So I'm, you know. Um, so and you can research it. We'll put. Yeah. So a Muslim, Arab, and you're saying not Palestinian. Right. Living in, in Israel, Palestine, or well, I guess it would be living in Israel proper, right. um, is allowed to become a citizen and serve in the IDF. And be on in the Knesset, which is our our Senate. Yeah. Okay. So, and I, and I want to ask: Do you have any idea how many how many of those people there are? No, I mean we can probably look it up here in a little bit, but in the meantime, well, let's uh, we'll continue. Um, I do want to talk about because you've been. I mean, you're pretty Americanized. You know, yeah. I partied with you, so I mean, I know you, <laughs> I know you don't keep all the uh, all the laws. As yeah, and so I'll, I'll I'll tell you. I mean, I I consider myself a Muslim. You know, right. I'm proud to be a Muslim, but I also um, I I do believe that um, my uh, my relationship with with my faith is something that I hold true to myself. And you know, the last thing I want to do is be perceived as a hypocrite to you know my people or people because I can be a, a great Muslim, um, but I might not be the perfect Muslim for somebody else. So I've always kept my relationship with God just between me and him. And, and just to clarify, yeah. we all believe, you and I believe in the same God. Same God, yeah. And that's another thing that people, you know, I want people to understand. Now, Allah means, just means God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so, and, and for Christians, the same thing. We all believe in the same God. Yeah, yeah that actually was, that was my questions. Um, 
And and have you been to other Muslim countries? Uh, yeah. So we have a house in Egypt, in Cairo. Okay. Yeah. And and just so we can get a couple of things out of the way, just and, and you can agree or disagree, but I think you should agree. Um, in Israel, when you were there, I mean, you, you know that women have equal rights. Women, uh, freedom of religion, obviously, because there's a bunch of religions there. Gay freedom and freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. A lot of Muslim countries, the majority, if not all, censor a lot of that stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're basically Islamic countries, and um, forty nine of them, by the way, I looked. <laughs> so, I mean, there's a bunch of Islamic yeah. countries, and um, you know, that's the Islamic countries. Uh, you know, there's no separation between church and state, right? Yeah, it's yeah. So, basically. And, and and a lot of times it's military rule. Um. And, and some of them, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, uh, some are more lax than others. Well, the, the more the more religious they are, the more military rules. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yes. And and um, you know, a lot of people don't know. I mean, I see the, the the queers for Palestine that are always for some reason on TV. I saw. I, I saw that for the first time today. Honestly, I, I saw a guy that was you know stripped down. He was a, a transvestite, and he was like Dan. You know. A Latin guy, and he was, you know, free Palestine. I mean, in Gaza, if you were openly gay, what would happen to you? Well, um, I mean, I. Well, I mean, I don't listen. I mean, that's a good question. And what do you think? Well, I mean, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a good thing. Uh, but I don't think in Gaza they're they're um, you know killing people for being. Um, and, and I haven't, I haven't heard of anything like that happening. It, again, in the in the in the Muslim culture, it's not. It's it, very frowned upon. It's it, it is it is it is frowned. I mean, upon. you can't be openly you, you you could be gay. I don't know about being a transvestite or openly gay and, and being able to express whatever it is you want to express. Whatever's happening is happening behind. Yeah, it. but you know, um, males do have different relationships there, and I'll tell you one of my the first things that I remember when I when I was visiting. Uh, Palestine when I was young is, uh, you know, we'd go to the coffee shops and you'd see guys kind of walking through the streets holding hands, not because they were gay. It's just that it's, no, a, no, it's I, a brotherhood. I brotherhood actually they experienced have. that in India. I was in India in the mall and they were holding pinkies. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, I understand all that. And it's a very male dominant culture. So there is a, a, a bond with males, but not homosexual. But yeah. anything but, that happens there is, is happening behind closed doors and you can't be openly gay. You shouldn't be openly gay, and I mean, I would agree with that. Yes. Okay. Um, I want to talk about a little bit about the um, the different groups of Islam. So there's Shun, uh, Sunni, which is a little bit more uh, relaxed on the on the definition of the Quran, which is what you are, right? Yeah, Muslim. Yeah, Sunni. Yeah, right. yes, yes. And then there's Shiite, which are more of the radical. Shiite are the literal. Translate, yeah. So, and there are passages in the Quran that are not friendly to non-believers, and I think that's where the jihad comes in, right? Um. Well, yeah, I guess um. That's where you're interpreting the die for, you know, die and go straight to yeah, like yeah. I mean, you're either you're either a believer, and you convert, or you're uh, what's the word that they use? Infidel. Infidel. <laughs> right. So it's either convert or die. And literally. Now there are, I mean, I'm uh, ad- admittedly in the Old Testament, 
there are a lot of crimes that you can be stoned to death, adultery being yeah. one, one of them. Obviously, that's in there. We can't take it out. We, got we a don't practice progressive that. over time, yeah. Right, but the, the, the Shiites might look at the little translation of the Quran and take it to the full extent of <clears throat> world domination. If you don't, if you're either you're, if you're not with us, you're against us type of mentality. Yeah. But I mean, those aren't the people we're dealing with in Gaza. I, I'm, I'm just saying that there are that, that, I mean, it's bad for your, for your culture, for your religion, right? To have those people out there. Well, I'm not saying Shiites are bad for being Muslims, but no, no. they interpret the religion a little bit differently. I mean, when they're, you know, when when they kill people in the name of God and yell Allah Akbar, all I mean, it's not just I'm I'm not just talking about our region. I mean, there's a lot of Muslims killing Muslims all over the world, yeah. like right now. Yeah, a, a Muslim should not. Yeah, <clears throat> there's no justifying killing people in in any religious or religion, in my opinion. Right. You know, um, and um, if you if we are in war, and I die in war. That's more of the, you know, jihad. Right. Okay. If I... You're a martyr. Yeah. It, that's why you see... And, and what's the deal with the virgins? <laughs> uh, well, I is mean... Is it 72? Is it 40? I, I, mean, I think it's 40. You know? 40? I mean, why uh, would you want more than... Uh, why would you want more than five? I don't know. Why would you want more than none? You might I mean, be able to handle more at that I mean, point. You know, you're up there. I've been with a few virgins, and it's, it's, <laughs> it's not all it's cracked up to be. Um, but uh, so that's why you see all these... All these innocent civilians, these children, these innocent civilians that are dying in Gaza that are not Hamas, that are being called martyrs because, you know, they're innocent and they died in a war. And so they are going, that's the jihad, they're going straight to heaven. You know, I... I well, who's calling them martyrs? The, 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 the uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's not regular Shiite. Muslims that are calling them. It's no, no. It's, it's 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 you know any Muslim. I mean, they 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 died in in war. They're innocent. Okay, so okay, so anybody that dies in war, whether they're battling or not, in your religion across both sides goes to heaven. Innocent civilians. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, innocent civilians. Okay. Yeah, innocent. Right. Civ- I mean, those, those those little kids that are getting you know that I mean, what's the death toll? Like we're at six, seven thousand kids. Those are all martyrs. Those are all kids that are that had no. They had um. Now, now I do have. I mean, I did research on the numbers as well, and more than half, and I think it was the the, the stat I read was sixty percent of the kids that they say have been killed are under the age of eighteen, but they are fighting age for the cause. So, if a seventeen-year-old is part of Hamas and he dies, they're considering him a kid. And this is just what I've read. I mean, obviously, I'm not there. Yeah. Um, so I'm just saying, you know, that, it, 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 that's at a point where, and I'm um, not splitting hairs. It's yeah. yeah. Um, but, um, for every one 17 year old that you read about, um, and this is just different channels that we're viewing. I will show you hundreds of dead kids and babies that even, you know, you, your worst enemy would look at those. Like I cry for my people every fucking day and I'm sorry for, but I don't care if I saw, no, I agree if, if I no, saw no. a million, if I saw thousands of dead Israeli kids, I would cry. I mean, it just breaks my heart. And I saw a girl the other day in these videos and I, I can't stand to watch them sometimes, but I saw a girl that looked just like a young, like my niece Right, broke my heart. And, um, 
And I'm not talking, if, if a 17 year old's fighting, he's fighting it. You, you can throw terrorists here, terrorists, but is his sister, right, no, is his sister a terror? Is his, is his, uh, so yeah. I understand the point of view, but I, I do feel that, that the Israeli community as a whole just, Maybe justified is not the proper word, but, um, you know, I guess rationalizes the killing of innocent people by saying, by tying them somewhere to terrorism. Like, well, like, well, like well, if, if the terrorists lived in the penthouse on, on the top floor, then everybody deserves to die. Okay. And we'll get into that. Yeah. I don't want to. And, and by the way, when, when all this happened on, on October 7th, I, I want to acknowledge that you did reach out to me when this first happened and reached out and you apologized for this is not the way yeah. for a path to peace. And I really appreciate that. No. And I, and, 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 and it really, because um, I, you know, I care about, you know, I, I have relationships with you and a lot of people that are close to you and, and, you know, we've talked about, this is not the first time we're talking about this. Right. We've been talking about this for a while and just to see something like that happen. And it just, it makes and part of it breaks my heart because the whole world is going to think that all of us are like this. And that's one of my pet peeves. And I know you don't, right. I know you don't think we're all like this. I know you know that. that. I mean, you, you feed me. So <laughs> Rami actually does my meal plan yeah. every day. So if you want to get rid of me. And I, I, I do wish, and I do hope that there's people that can communicate with each, you know, I reached out to you and I apologize. And you weren't the only one I did that to. Um, and I said, Hey, you know, this is not how we move forward. And I'm, I'm sorry that this is happening, you know, to your people because, and part of that is like, I, it, you, nobody deserves that. And then, and, and I'm also thinking, well, shit, now yeah. what's going to happen to us? Yeah. You know? And, and, and I've had friends had say, well, you're going to stop ordering food from him. I go, why? He goes, well, what's going on? I go, what does that have to do with him? So, I mean, people try to, you know, put it under one umbrella. Yeah. So. And I, so I'll, with that segue, I want to I want to get into the the history of the region. Um, so, like for example, a lot of people says, "Well, the Jews were recent inhabitants of the of the area," and you know the the Bible it you know documents the history. Did you watch a video that I sent you about that? I did, I did, and so and it was very similar to some. And I did a lot of research, and you know I. I because here's the thing, I, it's hard to see what is bias, what is propaganda, what is this, what is that. Um, well, I mean, the Bible. Well, you know, the Bible, yes, yes. I mean, so yeah. we've been around for 3,000 years, yeah, at least, in that area. I mean. Um, now, one thing I did read, and maybe you can just make sure we're on the same page here. Israel is a people. Like, it, originally, it was, it was, um, it was the, you know, the, the followers of Israel, it was a tribe, right? Right. So 12, tr 12 tribes of Israel. Yes. And the area was, uh, was Judea. Judea. Yeah. Judea, okay. Correct. Right. But there was never just, and again, not that this map, but there was never an Israel on any map. And it was just, it was the, the Israeli people. People. Okay. And in, in Judea. In Judea. And Judea came from, I mean, that's where the word Jew comes from. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it's, you can't say, well, what do you have to do with Judea? Well, that's where our name comes from. Yeah. Um, the Bible mentions Jerusalem, our capital. 660 times and in the quran and i don't know if you looked this up it doesn't mention it at all i don't know if you if you looked that up but um well, I, I mean I, I googled it yeah, I, yeah okay so um israel the word israel is mentioned 20 uh, 2507 times in the bible in the old testament um 
Islam was founded in 610 AD after the death of Christ. Does that sound right yeah. to you? So, you know, so that's 1400 years ago. And, uh, Judaism is the oldest religion, right? Before Christianity. Right. Well, I mean, Christianity came from yeah, Judaism. Exactly. Jesus was Jewish. Yeah. So, I mean, and just for, for people to know, Jesus was, um, part of the Israeli government and um, he believed because Jews, unlike Christians and Muslims who want to convert people to their religion, Jews don't want to convert anybody. It's, you know, you're born by, by your mother. So if your mother's Jewish, you become its lineage. Now you can convert. It's much harder to convert to Judaism than being a Jew. You have to go through a bunch of, you know, uh, learning and studying and, yeah. You know, and rabbis have to prove you to be a Jew. So, so uh, um, you, your wife, she had to go through all that? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so she converted. And for, for my kids to be considered Jewish. So if I go to Israel and I want them to get passports, they ask, okay, who's your dad and here's your mom? And if her mom's not Jewish, they can they can deny her to become an, uh, an Israeli Jewish citizen. You can still become an Israeli citizen, but not Jewish. Okay. So the rabbis have to, you know, certify that you're Jewish. Um, but back to my, you know, Jesus, um, was preaching Judaism and he wanted to go get converts. And that's really where we splintered off. Jew, uh, Jesus had his 12 disciples and they said, let's go spread the word of the Bible. And the Jews said, no, we don't want to convert people. And he goes, well, I'm going to go convert people. And he converted them to, to Christianity unknowingly. I mean, Christianity during Jesus' lifetime wasn't called Christianity, it was only several hundred years later where his followers splintered from, because they used to uh, uh, pray together in synagogues for the first few hundred years of Christianity as Jews that believed as he was a Messiah and Jews that didn't believe he was a Messiah. The Jews that didn't believe in Messiah are modern-day Jews. Jews that did believe in Messiah became Christians. Christians yeah. Right, and they stopped, and they, uh, I think at the Roman Catholic Church, I think right around the time of Islam, said we can't practice together with the Jews, and that's where anti-Semitism started, where the Jews you know, were, were said that we killed Jesus when we didn't. It was Romans. But that's really where anti-Semitism started, is the splintering between non-believers in Christ, the Jews, and the believers in Christ, the Christians, started, you know, the, the, the Christians wanted to uh, distance themselves from the Jews. Mm -hmm. So that's really... But either way, um, Abraham is the, both the father of the Jews and the Arabs, right? Uh, Abraham and his son Ishmael with his wife's maid Hagar, who is a Palestinian Egyptian. Mm -hmm. She, his wife at the time could not conceive. So he had Ishmael, which is the father of Islam, right? They, yeah. The Arabs rather. So he had, the, he had a, a son Ishmael who fathered a great nation. According to the Bible it says both of your sons will father great nations. Uh, Ishmael, the Arabs, and then Isaac, who had a, uh, finally had a child with his wife, Sarah, 13 years later, named Isaac, who is the father of the Jewish people. So that's really, we're, we're, we're stepbrothers. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, um, we believe a lot of the same things. I mean, our religions are very, we're much more similar than, than you know. Different. Uh, well, exactly, exactly. From our, from our heritage, and, and, and the Bible says, be fruitful and multiply, and I think Ishmael did a much better job because y'all have 2 billion people. <laughs> and we have 16 million people. I, I'm, I did the math. It's 118 times more. You're talking about Muslims, not yeah. Palestinians. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Arabs, Muslims, and I mean, 
So you have three major religions. You have Muslims, which is 2 billion right now. You have uh, Christianity, which I don't know the number, but it's bigger than uh, Muslims. Mm -hmm. And then you have Jews, which make up 0.02% of the, uh, or or 0.2% of the world population. And then we existed in that region for thousands of years, you know, 1500 years together in that whole Judas, uh, Judea, uh, Arab countries side by side. We didn't always get along, but we weren't really fighting about land. I mean, people were, we're we're both very nomadic. Yeah. We're moving around all the time. Now the Jews historically have been expelled as have Arabs and Muslims throughout history. You know, Hey, we don't like you over here. Move over there. So historically we're always moving. Um, There's, as I think I mentioned before, 49 Muslim countries, one Jewish one. We talked about Palestine being a, a can, I, can, I, can I ask something? Yeah. Um, because I thought about this because, um, and, you know, I think obviously you addressed it, it all stemmed, the anti-Semitism stems from, you know, Jesus, right? Um, Christians, not really Jesus. Well, Christians, but I mean, you know, the death of Jesus and all that. Um, but, it, so... Do you think that that's, I mean, that's carried through time? Yeah. And that's, that's uh, because uh, Jews are very quick to, the, you know, point out anti-Semitism, right? Which I, I get it. I understand. And, you know, I, I just, I started to think, okay, well, why, why, you know, why do the Jews feel attacked? Like, what is, what is it that people think they, they're, you know, is so bad? And it all stems from. Well, from, well, so. Um, I have a lot of non-Jewish friends, and one of them um, asked me when we were talking about the whole conflict over the weekend, he goes, you know what, I really don't understand why people don't like Jews. I I try to do research on it, and I can't find a real answer. And I think it's because we really keep to ourselves. Well, there's several reasons. There's, There's the culture of it, because we keep to ourselves. We don't really like outsiders. So traditionally, and I'm not saying now, but... Traditionally, to protect ourselves, we couldn't be dispersed all over the city because we would constantly get attacked. So we kept very, very tight-knit communities. Tribe mentality. Right, together yeah. to protect ourselves, right? So we kind of stayed out of the way, didn't want to be in the spotlight. <clears throat> but one of the things that really started around that time when uh, Christianity splintered and Catholicism was born, Catholics cannot charge Catholics interest. Oh, uh, yeah. So what they did was, he goes, hey, we'll get the Jews to lend us money, and that's fine. So what they did was, hey, Jews. Same with Muslims, no interest. Right. You can't charge a Muslim interest. So, And I'm sure it was the same thing. Hey, why don't you guys lend us the money? Once the Jews, you know, because people don't always pay back in time and whatever it is. So once the Jews amass a certain amount of wealth, the easiest way to get rid of your debt is to get rid of the Jews. So it was a very easy way to tell if the economy was bad for a leader to say the reason you're poor is because the Jews have all the money. Okay. So they said, let's get rid of the Jews. And it was easy to get public sentiment behind it because, yeah, I can, I can get rid of my debt. It's kind of like all these guys that are going to college and saying, oh, what I need to do to not pay my student debt back? Uh, get rid of it. I mean, I'm not saying they're Yeah, saying, no, but I get but the yeah, same, same let's, metaphor. Let's, yeah. The Jews are the, like, Amex, right? I don't want to pay my Amex bill. Yeah, you know. yeah. If you can shut down MX, I'd have to pay it. Go ahead, shut it down. Yeah. So I mean, we get kicked out because um, we were money lending, and that's how we got into the banking profession. And a lot of people don't know the reason why Jews are very involved in diamonds 
and lawyers and doctors is because they're professions that we can get up at any time and leave without inventory. Like a, a, a sack of diamonds I can put in my pocket and it's carried wealth. If I'm an attorney or a doctor, I have my, I have my knowledge in my head. I can start up and shut up shop for being an attorney or being a doctor anywhere. Okay. I don't need fancy. I don't need, I can't and be a furniture salesman. If you, if you got it, if you're getting kicked out of a, you know, a, a program. Yeah. So if, if all of a sudden the, the, the citizens turn against us, we can get up and go and I'd have to, you know, if I'm a furniture salesman, I'm shit out of luck. I got to, I mean, how am I going to move my furniture? Right. Yeah. So we gravitated towards uh, industries that we can easily leave at a moment's notice and so, have value in the next place. Right. So um, I'm not going to go into, there's a lot of, and I don't want to spend time going into like the, the, the destruction of the bumble, the, the, the temples, etc. But I'm going to get all the way into, um, you know, when, when um, the United Nations, so a lot of people think that, it, that Jews came in and kicked, you know, we just came in there and kicked everybody out of their place and said, okay, get out. So 1947, November 1947, um, November 1947, the partition plan went into effect uh, in uh, May of 1948, but it was originally uh, proposed in, 19, in November of 1947 by the UN to partition it into uh, two different lands for two different people, the Jews and the Arabs. And correct me if I'm wrong on any of this. So the Jews didn't come in there and saying, okay, give us this land or give us that land. The UN split up the land and it is what it is. This is your land and this is your land. Jews who were living in the Palestinian lands moved out or were kicked out, whatever it was, and ended up in their in the land that they were given. And settlements that were in the new Jewish land were kicked out and asked to be and move somewhere else. And I know you sent me a video about uh, Dalit, the uh, Plan Dalit, which was during that um, Independence Day War. So in 1948, the day that Israel uh, was... Uh, declared a state, um, both the Arabs that were inside and the surrounding five countries attacked Israel because they did not want um, Israel to exist. They didn't want, and Israel, they didn't say we didn't have enough land. They just said, no, we don't want the state of Israel to exist. Well, uh, so correct they, me if I'm wrong. Well, no, the Palestinians did not want to give up land, right? I mean, we, for the longest time, we were... But we were there too. Well, yeah, for the longest time, we were living side by side. And the Israeli, um, uh, the Israeli people would buy land right. from, from the Palestinians. And um, that's a difference between, you know, living side by side with somebody, selling them land, working with them, farming, all that kind of stuff. And right. That, right, but then the UN said, this is y'all's land and this is y'all's land. But what? But again, it's like we didn't we didn't make up the lines. Well, I get that, but and you can't have a country where you're drawing little circles around settlements and goes, okay, this is. I mean, you got to have some sort of yeah. A third party comes in and, and divvies it up. It doesn't mean that you have to be happy about it, right? right. What What did you do to to lose that land? You were you did nothing. Okay, wrong. but also the Jews that were living in the palace, the newly formed Palestinian or the Arab. It didn't even say Palestinian. It said an Arab uh, state and a Jewish state. According to the UN, they never used the word, we're going to do a Palestinian state, and a, they, they used the word Arab. But nonetheless, the Jews that were there moved. to go, okay, we got our own land, great. I mean, we've been moving around forever. Ha so have you. 
But you guys, when I say you guys, yeah. the people of the time said, no, we're not moving. And they resisted. And what happened when we resisted? Well, we won. Well, no, but so part of, and, and, you know, I did a lot of research on this because, you know, how did it get so bad? Are you familiar with the Jewish National Fund? No. Okay. So that was the, the National Fund to acquire land from the Palestinians. And, Before uh, 48 or after 48? Um, it was in 48. Okay. Um, so Theodore Hersey, who was the leader Herzl. of... Or Herzl, okay. Of yeah. uh, so you you are familiar with him, yes. Okay, so he is the he's the father. Well, he's not the father of Dutch Zionism, but he was the first uh, leader in Israel during okay. the time. And since you brought up Zion, let's define Zionism. Zionism. Do you want you probably? I mean, I've done a lot of reading, but you can Zionism is only the, the 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 simple explanation is for the Jew for the for there to exist a Jewish state for the right to exist as a Jewish state. That's it. Just like people believe that there should be United States of America. We believe that there should be a Jewish state for the Jewish people. And part of the, what I, what I read was part of the reason that, you know, the Americans have always had such support for the, for the Zionist movement, maybe not, you know, so much but back then was because um, a lot of Jews moved to the States um, back after, you know, World you know, War II. World War II. So they, you know, a lot of them ended up in New York and on the East Coast and they became voters in a sense and you might not have been a zionist in the states but you supported the zionist movement to give your people land a home so and i think it was teddy rose was it who was the i might have the president's wrong but you know he said i don't have two million uh uh or however i might have the number he's like i don't have this amount of arabs voting for me because there wasn't that many arabs right. in the states he's like so i'm only concerned with supporting the you know the jewish voters that i have here in the states so that's why the americans supported zionism and that's just multiplied over time right but i mean in all fairness is 49 arab countries it's not like we're going in there and saying hey we want to take over everybody we were giving a given a piece of land by the u.n right the u.n gave us the land but and we're just trying to settle it you can't justify taking something from somebody well, we didn't take we didn't take it well it's like somebody stole your car in your eyes and then took it to auction and some guy went to the auction and paid 20 bucks and got your forty thousand dollar car are you mad at the guy well i mean not exactly i think the metaphor in that sense would be um hey you you can have his car go take it okay I mean, it's not so, going to an auction so, so, well, okay. <laughs> well let's say a bank foreclosing your car wrongfully and gave it to another guy. It's not that guy's fault. Yeah, no, but you're, you're removing the... the but, but you're also getting... What you're forgetting is you got a car. We gave you a different car. Right? Well, Y'all had land. Y'all just didn't... I mean, if we're going to talk honestly... Yeah, yeah. You guys got just as much land as we did. Other than the desert that we got... It was like 55, 45. Yeah. But you guys got land. You weren't happy with the land you got. Let me rephrase that from everything that we I read happy with giving up, you know, basically power and control of the land. And, but you got additional land. You got land that you didn't have before. I mean, no, you didn't have, actually it wasn't anybody's land at the time. It was Britain's. Yeah. So we all lived back then before 48, we all lived in Britain's land. Right. Mm -hmm. And Britain said, Hey, we're giving up the land and we're giving it to y'all. 
you get this and you get this. Okay. So it wasn't really ours. We might have owned little plots of land, but it wasn't the Arabs land or it wasn't the Jewish land. It was British land. And they can carve it up any way they want. So it's back to the car metaphor. It's like if we were driving a car that had a front part of the car and a back part of the car that belonged to a friend of ours and he's letting us borrow it. And then he goes, hey, I'm giving you all the car. I don't want it anymore. You get this one. You get that one. And then one people say, well, we were sitting in the front seat of that car and we want to remain sitting in the front. He goes, well, you have another car to sit in that front seat. He goes, no, no, no. I was here before. I want to stay here. You still got a car. You're just butthurt about somebody else now living in your place, which is understandable. But that happens to people in the history of time. Yeah. That people are. We're talking about ancient history this is basically I mean, 75 years ago no i know but 70 i mean and you and you guys are still you know, complaining about it complaining about because it it's gotten progressively worse i know but if and, but but you guys could have taken the land that you got and made it into a paradise nobody was stopping you from that we never kept on we did not want you to have you land s- okay so and we'll i mean i, I didn't want to i mean this yeah, is part of the solution no, part but yeah i mean i'm just talking about history the Jews never complained about the land that we got ever. Thank well, you. Well, here's Thank the, you. Give yeah, you got our own land. Wonderful. Well, because you from Britain, because you we got didn't take it. Yeah. We, no. Are we agreeing on that? We did not take well, it. It was given to you. Yes. Yes. And and it was given to you. And land was given to you. It was. Well, we already had it. No, it was Britain. You can't. No, no, I know. Okay, but you're talking about now. It was a. It was a British territory. Yeah, but but at the end of the day, um, we're not talking about cars and homes. We're talking about people. We're talking right, about families. I mean, you, you guys weren't born <laughs> people there. People move, move voluntarily. Okay, now people move voluntarily. I mean, we, okay. uh, we're going to put this map up on the thing, but we have the map and how the the um, how Palestine was, or how the British uh, chopped up the area into two states. I mean, it's you guys. I mean, this is a pretty big area right here. It's not. It's not chump change. Yeah. No. I, absolutely. I agree. This is from the forty-eight partition plan. Yeah. Um, now, I understand if you lived here and they had said, no, move here because you got to uproot yourself. But, you know, if the Jews were living here, we have to move here. I mean, I looking think, back at it, what, looking back at it, all the bloodshed, well, all no, that we've been going through. If they said, hey, this is what the future holds for y'all, if you don't accept it. Um, I, th- I know it's hindsight yeah, is 20. No, 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 no. But you're right, because um, I think it was... Um, and I might have to look this up again, but I think it was I think it was um, Abbas who said, in hindsight, yeah, you know, we should have been happy with the land. And again, I, I remember reading something about that, and I've been doing, you know, I've been cramming as like a test for the last, you know, a uh, few days. But I believe, yes, in hindsight, no sound person would say, oh no, I'll take it. You know, yeah, I, you know, fuck, we will, we'll, we'll take it. No if nobody wants to lose lives and and you know i do believe that you know back then knowing what we know now yeah of course we could have made a beautiful land out of it you still can and we'll talk we'll we'll, we'll talk about that now hold on in the israeli declaration of independence this is right out of and it hasn't changed it's still still to this day we appeal in the very midst of the onslaught launched against us now for months to the Arab inhabitants of the state of Israel to to preserve peace and participate in the upbuilding of the state on the basis of full and equal citizenship and due representation in all its provisional and permanent institutions. We extend our hand to all neighboring states and to their people 
and an offer of peace and good neighborliness and appealed to them to establish bonds of cooperation and mutual help with sovereign Jewish people settling in its own land. The land of Israel is prepared to do its share in a common effort for the advancement of the entire Middle East. Okay. That is radically different than the PLO charter and the Hamas charter. What is written and what your leaders said are two different things. I mean, this is the Israeli. Yeah. I mean, if you write it down and that's your position, doesn't matter. Well, what you think, if you write it down and announce to the world, you can, people can point back to that and goes, no, you're not doing what you said in the Israeli. So from 40, after the 48 war till 1967, there was not a lot of conflict. There's not a lot of things going on. And, you know, I, I researched like all the conflicts until 1967, there was really not a lot of, you know, there's some skirmishes, but not a lot of you guys had your, your land. Now, in the 48 war, we did win some land back, and we gave some of it back for peace. But um, Egypt, after, after 1948, um, you know, the Jews wanted the land from the partitions. The Arab wanted no Israel. Um, the Arab rejected it. We got attacked. Two ceasefires were brokered. Did not work. Fighting continu- continued until 1949. We gained land as what happens in war. Egypt agreed to manage Gaza, and Jordan agreed to manage the West Bank, and the fighting stopped. But at the time, Israel did not occupy any of the land that the Palestinians were living in. The, the Egyptians managed Gaza, and Jordan managed the West Bank. And we were completely out. And well, yeah, we lost that in the war. You lost what? Control. Well, not to us. I mean, you can look this up. Israel had zero control over Gaza and over... Well, no, I'm saying eventually, yeah. I mean, well, I'm saying, but for 20 years, after 1948, 49 is when this fighting stopped, the Palestinians could have said, you know what? Lick our wounds. We screwed up. We shouldn't have fought. We got land. Not as much as we had before. Well, we screwed up. Like, we're trying to defend our... But so... Our... <laughs> From who? Yeah, but here's the thing. When you guys... From went... who? Well, I mean, from British occupation. gave us the land. They said, "This is your country now." And I, I think you're being too too casual about like turning like turning people into refugees, get taking. But so did we, the, huh? But so did we. So did you what? When when they partitioned the land, there were undoubtedly Jews that lived in the land that was given to the Arabs. Yeah, no, but your 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 goal as as a people was to establish a homeland. Right. So whether you live... Isn't that the goal of every people? Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. But So whether you lived here or here, you had to move from here to here. You, you still got what you wanted, right? You got, you got your land. But you so got, did you. You got a country. But you didn't have a country. You're living in British land. Yeah. But I mean, again, you're... you're I think you... See, the, the one problem I have with the arguments of the Israeli people is um, you, you pick certain points in history... Uh, to justify actions when you wouldn't do it if it was the other but way we were around. attacked. I mean, well, yeah, on no, 48, I, I don't all disagree Arabs, with that. And they, and they didn't say, you guys get different land. They said, we don't want there to be an Israeli, a Jewish state. Well, it still says that. In well, every charter of every organization that controls lands where your people are has the call for no Israel. Okay. Is that is that... Am I incorrect? Oh, well, yeah. No, I mean, here's, I mean so, at this point, yes. And I mean, we'd fact, have to guess about yeah. what those people but, want. But 
that the same was coming from the Israelis. You just, it was all secretive, right? Like I, I never got to this Herzl quote. He said, um, we shall try to spirit the penniless because the, the, the Palestinians were of a poorer class, the ones that were selling the land to the Israelis um, or to the Jews at the time. Um, we shall try to spirit the penniless air populations across the border by procuring employment for it in transit countries. Like we want to push the Palestinians out, all denying employment in our own country. Okay, uh, Israel. Um, both the process of... Uh, Exploration in the removal of the poor must be carried out discreetly and uh, circumspectly. Again, what your your um, declaration said versus what these people were, what the goal was to do. And to follow upon that, um, Zionist, and this is from the book Bitter Harvest, um, Dr., and again, might just pronounce it wrong, Dr. Adair, a Zionist commission member, uh, he, he was told of the inquiry, and he said that there can only be one national home in Palestine and that a Jewish one, and no equality in the partnership between Jews and Arabs, but a Jewish preponderance as soon as the numbers of the race are sufficiently increased, meaning we want more Jews than Palestinians. Um, he then asked that only the Jews in, should be... In up, Israel. Yeah. So Y'all do whatever you want. Yeah, but, but Israel, again, Israel didn't exist, right? They they People, we were living there, and they came and said, okay, well, now this is... You know, we're, we're, we were given this land. Yeah. Um, and then only Jews should be allowed to bear arms. Okay. So again, the, the, I mean, but it's our, I mean, it's our country. Go to your country. You got your own country. Go over there and we got this. Yeah. But, but the issue is, and, and I, this happens um, even now where um, your, again, your, your written law says one thing versus what your actual leaders say and there's a video and we probably won't get to it today but i'll send it to you of of yours uh it's the um uh, I'll, I'll just get the name his position um he is um this current statements i mean right uh, now we're at war you can't really well no no but what i'm saying is like national security minister itamara ben gavir he went on national television and said that the palestinian lives are not equal to jewish lives you know, he, he literally, he, he went on, on TV and said that. Um, but the point is, this is not new. This was how it was from the beginning. Whereas um, there was, in a way, a sense of, um, well, this was given to us, so now we're entitled to it. Or you always well, I were. Mean, I mean, it's, I mean if, if my grandfather dies and gives me a building in the owns and I want to go in there and kick all the tenants out, it's my right. Yeah. But, um, it's now my building. My, my grandfather said you can live here. Now it's my building. He's gone. Get out. Now, I'm not saying it's a good position, but it's, it's my right. I just think the metaphors Especially don't the, add up. With I know, but it's, I understand you want We're talking about lives. <laughs> Dude, we're not killing people. We're just saying get out. Oh, no, you out. killed a lot of people doing that. Well, you, I mean, you, you guys s- attacked us. No, no. To, uh, not, this is like a lot of the... I, pro- re- I, I read the, the plan Dalit that you sent me, and it said anybody that has arms, that bear arms, fight them and kill them. And if they're not bearing arms, kick them out. That's what it said. I mean, I, I it's a first, well, yeah, yeah, it did, um, right? But, but it's our land. It was your land because it was just given to you, right? And but, y'all attacked us. But it was. I mean, look. See, if, see, it, see, so this people, this is the conflict, right? This is the conflict. Him saying, but it's our land. But I'm saying, yes, but it's it was, our land now. It was. Uh, yeah, there you go. So, just to simplify, hey, no, no, no. It's our land now, and you just try to kill me. So get out. 
It, it was... I mean, because y'all did try to kill us, right? Well, as soon as it became our land, you, you attacked us. Is that... Am I wrong? I, well, you and five other countries. Well, no, no. I mean, I'm talking like bef before the war. Like... Um, the war happened the day we were independent. The day of. Yeah. No, the day, but, the but day that the UN said, okay, Israel, here you go. Palestine, here you go. Congratulations. I I, I'm talking on a, I guess, because I, I read some some things about like villages and and like um, the Israelis saying that, oh, they left voluntarily, but the Palestinian people actually, you know, they would slaughter a family and the other people would, you know, the other Palestinian people would be in fear and, and leave. And that, the Israelis would say, oh, that's voluntary leaving. And we're like, well, no, we left out of fear. I know, uh, but but all that happened, right? We weren't, no, we weren't killing anybody until the first day that we we got our country and you guys, and, and you guys, well, you, you and, got, the, and the people attacked us. Yeah, and again, I mean, there's the conflict. There, there is the conflict, right? right? You got your country, which yesterday was our country, which was our land. No, it wasn't. No, it was okay, British country. Okay, again, you're, you're the, but it's not. I mean, you can't say it's our country. We didn't come in there and kick you out of, of okay, a, of a, of a country in, 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 that was Palestine. Let me, okay, and and I haven't done the research, and I don't think you've done this research, and we can we can research it. But how many times has every all these provinces that were once ruled by, you know, it, France, it changed hands like thirty yeah, times. But does it ever escalate into this, you know? Con, uh, a conflict like this has no, because we're in modern times and other countries no, no, now but, are involved. No, but this has happened over history, right? Right. I mean, I mean but now we have weapons of war. So, so that now, changes everything. Yeah. So, because when people came in, like the the Syrians and the Romans, and they kicked Israel, you know, Israelis Jews out. I mean, we didn't have weapons. So here's one of now my we do. here's one of my arguments. So now you you utilize and okay. the Holocaust happened. Yeah. So now we're in modern times. Okay, but yet you want to claim land from centuries ago because it was yours. We didn't claim it. We were given. No, no. But I'm saying that, is, wait, but, but, you either you either abide because Arabs and the rest of the world go to the UN to to make decisions for them, right? Okay, it's a governing body. Yeah, yeah. Right. You can't say, "Well, govern us for this," but I don't like this decision. I'm not going to live by it. At the at the time. In 1948, when the UN took the British but, mandate but, but, but and split why, it up, but why that land? Because that's what you wanted. That's what you felt was. We didn't have any say in it. We've never even been on the Security Council no, no, in the no, UN. No, I know but, we have zero rights in the UN. Trust me, the UN hates us. No, but what I we mean didn't is, mandate anything. It, it's not like there was a talk. Oh, should we give them Palestine? Should we give them this other territory? No, you wanted. Well, I mean. You wanted if, that if land because you any, felt it belonged to you. No, if there's any place that we belonged, any place in the world that historically we've been tied to for 3,000 years, it's that area. Okay. Now, if they would have given us the West, the, the Gaza Strip, and you guys got the other way around, no problem. No, no, but what I'm saying is it's not like— So you, you don't think that at all that the mentality at the time was we don't want a Jewish state. In this no, area. no, no, I do agree because we were living side by side. The Zionist movement, I think, started in like the 1800s. Yeah. And the Zion. Uh, yeah, 18. I actually have it here. Uh, but go ahead. And, and the whole purpose of the Zionist movement is to procure. 1897. Yeah, to procure basically Israel. To have a, to have a Jewish homeland. Yeah, but that Jewish homeland. Right. I mean, we're tied to there. For, yeah, I mean, we're. From centuries. Centuries. No, we've been there. We've been there for. 
for thousands of years, Jews have been coming back to Israel. Yeah, but it, but it was Judea centuries ago. Right, and yeah. and and in, and I think I, I told you this so story. in sixteen hundred in six hundred um, after the destruction of the second temple, the Romans uh, wanted here. Uh, I'm sorry, one hundred thirty five A.D. sixty years after the Romans destroyed the temple, and the Romans changed the name from the region from Judea to Palestine, Syria, Palestina. Yeah. Okay, literally Palestinian Syria. And this, the, the name that, that it was changed to, it was intended to disconnect the Jews from Judea. Yeah. It was a PR move to say, if we stop calling you Judea, it will no longer be theirs. But it's, I mean, changing a name of a place, if I stop calling you Rami, you're still Rami. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. But my point was, you know, you said we're in modern times for one argument, but then the other thing is, you know, we're- No, I'm saying in modern times because now we have the right, we have the ability to defend ourselves. But was, was I know, but was 1948 not- modern it was yeah so in in 1948 you're saying that you deserve you're entitled to the land that you had thousands thousands of years the un said that the jews are here the arabs are here we need to have a country for both to make a palestinian state and a jewish state we can't have one state that has both people all the time so we're going to divide it and they you know, divided it. Let me ask you this. Why couldn't we have both lived? You know, I, this literally just... I mean, this, I mean this it's also pop- saying, why is there Mexico in North America and no, no. the U.S. and Canada? No, no, but what I'm thinking is... Why can't we just have open borders? Well, why Well, why couldn't it be... And, and this literally just kind of just popped in my head because you just said, okay, well, Palestinians live there and Jews live there, so why not give them each a state? Why couldn't it have just stayed... Instead of us living in Israel right now, why couldn't it have just because it, it was? And I, I think I, don't I understand. Know, maybe but, maybe but, psychologically, it might have been different for my people. If like, okay, well, it's still I mean, it's still I mean, Palestine. Si- and I know, but six just, million people just got slaughtered in the Holocaust. You're not a, you mean, you, you yeah. No, I, I agree. I understand. And, 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 and not to downplay and, and that. The world said the Jews need a homeland. They they have a lot of Jews already here, already living here. Let's take this land because if they live together with other people, history has shown that we get slaughtered. Or didn't, we get but, killed, didn't more or we Jews get, go to the to the America than to uh, Israel? Um, I don't know the numbers. Okay, but I mean there was enough to defend ourselves against six countries. So whatever amount yeah. that was. Well, I mean it wasn't just you. I mean you had the backing of you know. The, well, no, the, 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 no Israel defended itself on its own in 1948. Well, I I know, but where. I mean, you didn't just build the infrastructure from nothing. No, we've been there for a long time. I mean, we had some sort of militia, I mean, building up. And when the UN partitioned, I mean, the UN started partitioning us, talking about partitioning way before in 47, they drew the lines in, in 48, May 48. Lines this, in the sand. Lines in the sand. So my point is, I mean, it's, it goes back, it goes down to, we didn't take your land. We were given your land, agreed? You were given that land because you and wanted we were, you wanted that land. I, I get what you're saying, how you didn't take it from us, but you, that I know. But when somebody's when, when so you can say somebody's starving and they threw you, you give you a hamburger and go, great, thank you, and go, well, you wanted that hamburger. Well, you gave me that hamburger. I was hungry, so yeah, I wanted that hamburger. No, but, but I would have taken any hamburger. No, well, no. We would have taken the left side of the country. Oh, no, no. But no, no, I get that part. But you wouldn't have so, taken, let's just say, you know, that the British, um, 
you know, uh, Algeria was a British province. And let's just say they said, hey, you can have the whole country of Algeria. But we were already, we weren't in Algeria. We were, yeah. we were there in Israel. There was pretty much the same amount of Jews and Arabs at the time in that area. My, you know, my dad used to make us, my brother and I, when we go some, we would go eat and let's say we want to split a hamburger or a slice of pizza or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad's rule was one guy cuts and the other one picks because I'm going to do as best as I can to cut it down the middle. And so he can pick, he doesn't have a choice. He just yeah. picks one or the other. I promise you if, if, if uh, the UN would have said, y'all take this land on the left side and the Palestinians take the land on the right side, you guys would still been upset and said no, because there's going to be Palestinians there. At some point, yeah, you got yeah, to you gotta disagree. disrupt it. I don't disagree with you there. I mean, we y'all did so, which says that we don't want you to have any land in that area, even though we were there, we owned land. Well, we, no, no, as did you. We were okay with you having land because we lived just not anywhere in this area. Well, we lived side <laughs> by side for you know. But uh-huh. having it, it's still in. I mean, you got to look at repetitive history of no, we don't want a Jewish state. That's still a, a sentiment, even. And it well, goes the, back to my, you know, what does from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. What does that mean? Well, I mean, the whole thing. The whole thing. Yeah. So you guys aren't, you know, oh, no, we'll share. No, you're saying get the fuck out of our country. We don't want a Jewish state. So there is no, in that chant, there is no two-state solution. There's one state. Well. Palestinian state, correct? That, well, yes. Yes. Right? I mean, that's been a chant for a long, long time. Well, yes, of course, because. So why is that not the sentiment then? Well, it's been a sentiment for the last 75 years. We want our whole country, not half, not a quarter, not three quarters, the whole thing. Well, I think, I think now if there was a way <laughs> to be a, an independent state and, you know, country, it just, and this is, you know, we might have to, you know, save this for the next episode, but you, you know, there's the ability to run a sovereign state or nation. And then there is um, the perception that we are independent by somebody who actually is running our day-to-day life, basically. Right, but, but let's take Gaza, okay? Israel hasn't been in Gaza since 2005, right? Yeah, but again, I think the, 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 There's been zero the definition of... Yeah, literally, yeah, nobody, they haven't been in there, but they run Gaza. They run, the, like, just look now. I mean, let's turn the water off. Let's turn the power off. Let's cut off the, I mean, you. Do you know why? Well, no, I, of course I know why. We're why? at war. We're no, at no, war no, in you. No, no, no. Do you know why we have that ability? Uh, I mean, I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? It's because all the money that's getting funneled in there is not going towards infrastructure. Right. I mean, there, there's zero bomb shelters in Gaza. Well, here's the thing. Like, I mean, to I mean, Israel. Every single home by mandate has to have a bomb shelter. Yeah. Um, so you, you know why? Well, because we're never bombing you unless you guys bomb us. Well, I, I, I mean, we would never, ever, ever throw a rocket into Gaza unprovoked. Ever. Yeah, but has that ever happened? Just for the. I record. mean, I, I haven't done the research, but, but here's have the you thing. ever heard of? Israel attacks Gaza okay. for no reason. Are you okay? But um, 
I'm just going to use this uh, metaphor. And again, please, I like every life matters to me. And, you know, like I said, like you said, when I, when I saw what was happening to your people before anything happened to my people, you know, I, I reached out to you and it, you know, again, it, it broke my heart on, on, on a lot of different levels, but, um, I throw a rock at you and, and again, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm using a metaphor here. And then I throw a, a rock at you, a pebble at you, and then you come with a brick and smash my head in. And then you smash my kid's head in and you smash my mother's head in. Um, I get you having to defend yourself and protect your people. I would, I would expect that of any nation. But at what point do you have to just at least respect the people? And I think, I know you respect me. And I know... I have a lot of Israeli and Jewish friends here, but I think Israeli. if I'm being honest, Adam, I think as a whole, the Israeli people do not respect You're wrong. Do not respect the the lives of Palestinian You're people. Wrong. That's that's how I feel, and that's how all the Palestinians. Okay, so, feel. so I'll give you I'll give you an analogy back. If you come to me and and you uh, you shoot at me, right, and you hit me in the shoulder. And the second time I see you, you shoot at me again. So the next time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up with some invention that every time I see you, I'm going to put on a bulletproof vest. It doesn't stop you from shooting at me. You still shoot at me. Is the intent, your intent, not yours, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah no, I get what you're saying. Ga- Gaza's intent, when they're, Hamas's intent, when they're firing the missiles, their intent is to do what? what if they could have their wish, what would be the outcome of those missiles? Well, yeah, kill innocent civilians as many people as they can. Yeah, I mean they would make. Those and again, we I don't support, schools, yeah, uh, hospitals. The intent to kill as many people as they can is there. Whether or not it succeeds is secondary. Yeah, it's because we develop technology because we know we're who we're living next to to stop that and ability. Right. Right. Like I mean, but just because you don't have the ability. Every time, if you're saying that, every time you shoot at me, the fact that it doesn't hurt me or sometimes hurts me doesn't change the fact that you're trying to kill me. And then if I say, I'm done with this guy, I got to kill this guy because every he'll eventually succeed in killing me. And then I shoot at you and you put up a baby in front of you to block the bullet. That's not on us. Okay. And even if I know you're going to do that, if right now we went to war with Gaza, and which we are, but let's say Gaza came out and uh, the, the, the army started shooting at us and we're holding up babies to protect ourselves. Hamas wouldn't have any problem killing through that baby and shooting me. But, but we would have it, a problem it, with it's that. It's not that literal. It's, we're not holding babies. I mean, you just, but when you put, you're blowing up buildings that have people like we people, give family. them. Come on. You don't think that, that Hamas is blocking people from living? They have interviews of people that they've captured that said, Hamas won't let us live. Well, I, I've also read. Have that, you read that? I've also read that the Israelis are strategically trying to push all the people down south. Right. Because Egypt won't let them in. Yeah. Egypt has said, "You will not have one Gazan coming no, no, to Egypt." Why, Actually, why, yesterday why, they started letting people in. Why are they? Why? What's Israel's intent to push everybody down? Because south. we're going to strike buildings in the north. Okay. Because that's the closest trajectories of all the rocket most of the rockets are coming from the north the rocket launchers 
they've shown aerial footage of the rocket launchers right next to a UN school, like right next to it. How we, 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 we can't be that precision targeted where we're shooting a rocket and hitting a rocket launcher. Plus, when we hit the rocket launcher, it explodes. There's shrapnel flying everywhere. We can't help that. Look, <clears throat> there has to be a revolution in the Palestinian. If, if, if Palestinians don't want them to be uh, led by a terrorist organization, do you consider Hamas a terrorist organization? Yes. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, they are. If you don't want that, just like nobody wants, if, if, if we have a government, I mean, governments get overthrown all the time, maybe not so much in modern times, but throughout history, if a people goes, those people do not represent my best interest, they overthrow them. It happens, I don't know, I can't remember where, I think in Romania, where they overthrew the president and they, they you know, banished him. It happened in Libya with uh, Gaddafi. If a people don't want people that are doing that to represent them, A, and, and we can have the debate on how free the elections was. In 2007, I think it was, we, Israel moved, uh, left in 2005. Not one Israeli or Jew anywhere in Gaza Hamas gets into power, however that happened. Mm -hmm. At some point, when you see that Hamas is throwing rockets, there's going to be bloodshed from a civil perspective of a civil war overtaking Hamas at all costs. You guys should be killing Hamas. Well, there was a war, uh, and Hamas won it against um, um, the PLO group. Right. Yeah, it was PLO and Hamas. And yeah. yeah. So it's it's not our fault that they're in power. It's it's not our responsibility. It is our it's our it's our problem. It's y'all's problem. But right now there's going to be if I can predict what's going to happen, you know, looking out 5, 10, 15 years, hopefully we eradicate we eradicate Hamas. Hopefully you guys want us to eradicate Hamas. Hopefully there'll be an outpouring of sympathy and compassion from the entire world about what happened. And Gaza gets rebuilt, but get rebuilt with proper government. But that's in your hands. We can't govern for you. I mean, there's going to be, you can see it right now, a lot of bloodshed. Innocent lives, they're, they're yeah. going to, but it's because they're fighting from, and I know it's a congested area, but they're, they're, I mean, it's it's a smart move if you're if you're you know savages to put a rocket launcher on top of a hospital, and and using I mean the tunnel systems three hundred miles of tunnels made with concrete that was built that was brought in by by the entire world for for infrastructure instead of building you know schools and hospitals and bridges and roads and all sorts of stuff they're using it to line the tunnels. 300 feet, 300 miles of it under the city with the headquarters under the hospital. That's like their main headquarters under the hospital so for a reason. Let me ask what? you, um, so with all this intelligence, the IDF has no idea where the hostages are? I mean, I think we would have freed them by now. Yeah, but I mean, okay. no. I, I mean, how we don't have trackers on them. Well, no, no, but I'm saying is like, um, how do you know that you're not killing you know, like you're, these buildings that you're blowing, you could potentially be, you know, unintentionally. I mean, my philosophy is, and it's, I mean, it's not very uh, popular to say, is you have to, you have to fight the war as if the hostages are already a casualty. Because, I mean, I don't think we're going to be ready to be able to rescue all of them. And we've already, 
we're having already having soldiers die. It's always, you know, you watch those old uh, military movies where they're trying to save one, uh, one Marine and they send eight people out and seven of the Marines die trying to save the one guy. Yeah. Is it worth it? I mean, well, the, I, I, I see here's the thing. I think, you know, the, the, if you're in the military, I mean, nobody should die, but again, those people, um, you know, the casualties are expected, I guess. So it, I guess in, in one of the things that, you know, I questioned, and I know that they, they went on, like they're on the ground now, right? Um, I mean, with such a sophisticated military against... I know, but now the, the sophistication is only from far away. Right now, it's, it's hand-to-hand combat. We're going, literally going building to building, checking every door, going into every room, trying to find the tunnels. Mm-hmm trying to map out exactly. I mean, we had a huge security failure. I mean, if they had let, you know, people run across, you know, the, the border like that, obviously our intelligence isn't as good as everybody thinks. So, I mean, we do have at the end of the day, it's people fighting people. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's definitely, I think, I think um, what we can do, it's probably a good place to stop, um, you know, w- with the history, but I think on the, on the next, on the next episode, we can kind of start discussing what's going on now. And I'll tell you this, it's not just going on now. I mean, I, I was able to listen to a podcast that was recorded two years ago. And I kid you not, it, you know, if I didn't tell you when it was recorded, you thought it was now. Exactly. And I could probably find a podcast where podcasts around 10 years ago, or maybe just something, uh, some, interview, uh, something. And it, 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 this has been going on for a while and we have to figure out how to fix it. We have to figure out how to change it. And you know, the purpose, well, I mean, of- the first thing that, the people should do is stop saying uh, from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. Cause that gives us a zero hope. Yeah. That's telling know, it, us, cause we've never ever, ever saying we do not want your people there ever. Have you ever heard anybody saying this uh, kill all the, yeah. Pal- oh no, I'm, I'm yeah. saying <laughs> as, as a center, as a national sentiment, have uh, you ever seen a protest that said kill all Palestinians? Well, I mean, again, I, I see, I, I see stuff that you don't see. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about protests where a big group of people saying, go in and kill all the Palestinians. Um, Without, I'm saying outside this war situation where you've seen parades and uh, protests where people are just waking up on a Saturday morning and putting together a march that says, let's go kill all the Palestinians. No, but again, I think... But but having in the last 20 years, I remember I was in Portugal for when I uh, proposed to Morgan... I was there with my family. We're in the center square, and there's a huge parade, not parade, a huge uh, protest with chanting. This is, we've been together, so this is 13 years ago. People on the street, zero conflict at the time, chanting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. And to me, that means that's, hey, I want you to die. Yeah, so I think there, you know, I think maybe. I mean, we're not saying that that statement is just, you know, we want our land back. Right. It doesn't mean Palestine. All of it. Yeah, I know. But it, it, it's literally he's not saying I'm going to slaughter. It's just it's almost kind of like an anthem. OK, but um, I get what you're saying. I respect that. And I and here's the thing. I, I will say this, that I, I just wish, it, you know, if this gets to a point where, you know, there's Palestinians who are listening and, you know, I'm telling you this, um, the, the the people that I see pulling down the. You know, in, in it's primarily in New York, pulling down the the flyers. That's all the world. Of, 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 well, yeah, but I I just uh, you know it's all pulling down. That's it's not, not necessary. 
I mean, we're not going to make progress by spewing hate. And I've never, and you can account to this, I've never spewed hate your way or the way of the Israeli people. The only thing I've ever tried to do is just bring a little bit of awareness to the struggle that my people go through, whether it's a direct result of our actions or your actions or whether it's just... Or your leaders. Or it's justified or not. There's people that don't deserve to live the way that they live. I agree. And um, your people shouldn't live in fear. And, you know, neither should, you know, I mean, I, I saw, I posted a video today of just, I mean, because there are Christians in Gaza and they were in a church and, and then everybody, nobody deserves to live like that. And if an honest conversation between a Palestinian and Israeli just helps other people have honest communication and, 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 and chat and, and listen, you know, Adam, I respect you because, you know, we, we, we've chatted before and you came in with all this research and it motivated me to go back and just, you know, cause I, for, for a few years, I would just say, you know, same thing, you know, like we want Palestine to be, well, you know what, let me do my homework. And I appreciate that. And, and this is what more people need to do. I mean, you got these people that are completely on the wrong side of when you're supporting Hamas, that's, I don't care where you're from. When you wake up in the morning, you see your video feeds, and all of a sudden you're saying, you know, I support Hamas. That's wrong. I mean, you're you're supporting terrorists that came in and murdered 1,500 people. And when you're tearing down uh, people's posters that are saying, you know, kidnapped, I mean, you're basically snuffing out a life that's saying you don't deserve, you don't. Yeah. And, I, you know, I hate that, and it's almost kind of just like, you know, the bad review always, the one bad review over supersedes the hundred good reviews. And, you know, just take, you know, take it from me, Adam, that there's a lot of good Palestinians out there like me that want nothing more than just to live in peace and, and, and want your people to live in peace because that is, that is a beautiful part of the world. There needs to be enough of them. Yes. Yes. No, absolutely. So, um, I think at that, you know, that's a good place to leave it. Yeah. And, and then, um, you know, we'll, we'll do our homework and, and we'll come back with, uh, with hopefully, uh, you know, some more good discussions. And, you know, who knows? Maybe me and you can broker peace. There you go. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thank you.